I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. This episode of Diking Out is brought to you by Studio. Studio combines modern Scandinavian design with studio sound quality to make a better kind of headphone. Right now, our listeners can get 15% off their purchase by going to studio.com. That's S U D I O and using the code DIKE, capital D Y K E. They have all different models and colors and free worldwide shipping. So do that now and we're going to start the show. People want to connect. That's the thing. Like human beings, like we innately want to feel and mm -hmm. want to connect with other human beings. But then when we go and I'm not even throwing shade, honestly, I'm like, get your own, do what you got to do. Yeah. But I'm not going to look at it. Yeah. But like with the Kardashians, it's like people, I think people actually want to like find some substance there. But then you just keep, it's like. You're grabbing onto sand. It's just like, yeah, fucking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, I the fucking fingers. That's a, way, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. 
I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, the podcast that's always one queer woman short of being recognized as a coven. I'm Carrie Berg. <laughs> I'm Sarah York. And today we'll be diking out with multimedia artist, educator, and activist Vivian A. Njoku. She is also the creator and host of Saggy Boobs, a not to be missed comedy variety show that curates the work of queer, trans, people of color, and underrepresented artists. Uh, Vivian, thank you for being here. So this morning I was watching CBS Sunday Morning, as I do, mm-hmm. when I'm having one of my old lady Sundays. I'm like, and... he's not like my dad. That's so <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they, were, they were talking about celebrities branding weed, and uh, Daikon Melissa Etheridge has a freaking She's weed own. farm. Really? Good she has she all does. this of land course. in like 47 acres in Santa Clara that she's um, wanting to grow her own like organic weed. And she started doing it when she was going through chemo. Uh-huh. I, get, I mean, I'm sure she was smoking weed before right. she had breast cancer, but um, saying how much that helped her and everything. Yeah. And so she wants to make like very good organic uh, weed and they have her like with her cowboy hat on, on her oh, weed that's farm great. and I was like oh, I need to mention this on the podcast just like lesbians Diconic for sure yeah and finish oh, no, I was gonna say and I know Whoopi Goldberg we've talked about Whoopi uh-huh. having her uh, menstrual cramp strain of of weed uh, so what a hero yeah <laughs> I, I know she's not a lesbian I like but I love her in any way. need that I claim her I claim her on queer team right okay I claim her on queer team yeah what yeah. is her has she ever like hinted at anything or any relationship? I know nothing about I her. I had dug into her like personal, yeah. personal life, but she's always aligned with I think mostly white men. I think okay. that's like her history. She has a child, yeah. um, not with Ted Danson, with someone else in her past. He's a white man, then Ted Danson. Who yeah, like, I remember when he showed up in fucking blackface. Was with him. Yeah, <laughs> we've actually we talked about that before on the podcast when he showed up in blackface. I forgot. Wait, which. and she like stood who by did? him. Ted Danson. He did that yeah. while he was with yeah. her. It was in the 90s. And then Whoa. she stood by him like, he's making politics and <laughs> social commentary. Yeah. And I was like, wow. That must be some good D. Yeah, she yeah, is like no doubling down on like. He must be a tripod. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's the only thing I can think of. That's, that's, that's the only thing. Literally, that's the thing. I can see it. just like falls back to like, well, yeah. the dick must be just killing the game because <laughs> – I will say, I will say, there is something about Ted Danson that's kind of hunky. <laughs> he is kind of one of those like uh, he's aging really well. Like he yeah. looks good even when the now. white he's hair like came 70 in. Now and yeah, he's, he looks good. Yeah, it's hard for an old white man to look good. Oh God! Yeah, they usually just age into ghouls. Yeah, <laughs> they just age into these like little like these gargoyles who make yeah. shitty legislation. And I, I only saw like do bad things. I only saw pictures from the royal wedding, but like oh, like man. Prince Philip, oh, I'm like somebody he is a thousand. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. So I was like, death them. is coming. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, Pr- Queen Prince, Elizabeth looks Prince fine Charles. though, guys. 
Queen she's Elizabeth been looks fine. She's like 600 years old. We don't even know her real age. Her son. No one knows. Prince you know, Charles looks. keeps you alive. Prince yeah. Yeah. Like, he Charles looks, looks like he's going to die before she yeah. will. Yeah, he looks yeah. older than his mom. Yeah. yeah. It's the stress of like there? always wanting to fucking have the throne and knowing you Just, will never yeah. get it because your mom is 600 years old. The throne is right there. Yeah. Yeah. The throne is like just there. Do you think every time, like if they're all eating dinner together and all of a sudden Queen Elizabeth just like has a little like a moment where she kind of hiccups. Charles is like, here it is. This is it. I'm king. And then she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> I'm still a prince. I'm an old prince. Totally. Like he knows his children will have the glory that he oh, yeah. Her. You know, like, he's going to be the king for like six months and then he's going to die. So this is, this is somewhat related. I was actually uh, talking to my dad this morning, which uh, doesn't happen often. He lives in France. So we, mm. we speak over the phone, uh, Rarely, but mm-hmm. he he is in this uh, program that they have there where you basically buy a property from an old person and you pay them uh, a little bit of money every month, like, I don't know, six to eight hundred dollars or something mm-hmm. like that. And then when they die, you just get it. You get the property. Whoa. You get the property. So it gives the elderly person extra income. Uh, it, like if they don't have someone that they want to leave the, oh, okay. the place to. Yeah. 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 So there's like a little bit of a down payment and, um, and then uh, a monthly thing. And then if you pay more a month and they don't need to be living there. So she, uh, moved to Paris with her girlfriend. Yes. My dad got a, an old lesbian. And that's why actually her, her family disowned her oh, when she shit. came out. So she left wow. her husband and then, um, went to live with her girlfriend and like her kids don't talk to her. And oh, yeah, well, now her kids aren't wow. getting her house and now they're not getting yep. her house. Totally. And she was very excited to find out that, that I was a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, she has uh, Alzheimer's, but this was like a while ago they made this deal and she's like not dying and they're, they're on good terms. Like they talk yeah. and stuff, but my dad's like, I have to be very dad's careful like, when she comes day. over. I'm like, do you have any nut allergies? Because yeah. like if my dad gives her something and then she gets like food poisoning and the cops are like, he's yeah. the first one they're going to look at. Yeah. 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 No, that seriously. Whoa, that's wild. I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. And it's, yeah, they have like one time she went to, to the beach and a, a wave like took her by surprise <laughs> and she, <laughs> yeah. so she called them. She's like, you almost had it. Oh, I almost God. died. You came closeness again. But it's kind of like this morbid This lady thing is like, like, she'd make a compelling TV character. Like, I love this old feisty French dyke who like yes. won't die. Yes. Won't die. Won't exactly. Die. Like every episode, she like comes close to death in some like completely she, inane way. She walks out of like, she walks away from like a burning car like that Angela Bassett <laughs> gift. She's like, not yet. Totally. <laughs> Oh, that's man. amazing how weird is it that it'd be like on friendly terms with someone that you like kind of can't wait till they die right like you yeah. like and you both know that there's a financial benefit to you dying for totally. this person that's, yeah. that's an interesting because which is not really unlike I guess a relationship with a your kids with an when older you're that parent. Old. Yeah. 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 One time she let me stay there, like before my dad took it over and was living there. Um, she, she was out of town and she said I could just, you know, stay there for free, which was cool. And I went there and it did not disappoint. It was like pictures of cats everywhere. Yes. <laughs> 
it, it was like no actual cats, just pictures just, of them. Yeah, I was like, I don't know where the cats went. She's full eccentric old French lady. There was like there was like a like a family tree type thing, but it was just like her and cats coming out of it. I'm not even kidding. And I'm like, this is her. the funniest thing. I wish I could meet her, but like she's never. Uh, she's just like in Paris all the time, and I go to the south of France when I visit. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I love that. Yeah. You're making me think of a funny story someone told me last night about an old woman and a dog. My friend said her grandmother had the same dog growing up, like her whole entire life, and she's in her 30s now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, it doesn't really make sense. This, like, you know, Pekingese has been around for so long. <laughs> and then her relatives were like, this is like the fifth one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they keep replacing it oh on her grandma and not telling her. Oh, my God. <laughs> The dog's name was like Poochie. I was like, this oh, is Poochie shit. number five. I this was is like, 5.0. This was like, is the how, update. How do you yeah. like, get it past her? Like, you know, Maybe grandma knows, but she's just like, I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, she she really knows. I know the lifespan of dogs. I know. <laughs> yeah. But I like, I don't want to learn a new name, so I just call it the same thing every time, and they think they're pulling one over on me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, just riding along. That's amazing. <laughs> I feel like we're doing like some type of improv exercise. Yeah. Like this reminds me of this. Yeah. But I like it. My, my, my French, my French grandma, uh, who she's dead now, but, um, my parents, so my parents like separated years ago, but they never officially got divorced, mm-hmm. but they're like, Oh, we're not going to tell her. And they're like on good oh. terms. So they would like, we'd all go to France together and they would pretend that they were like still married or like not tell her. And then she said, she's like, I'm not an idiot. She said to me, she's like. Oh, grandma like pulled you aside and was like, listen, yeah, I, yeah. I know what's going she's, on here. She's like, uh, your parents <laughs> live in different states right now. Oh, no. Like, I don't know why they're acting. I'm just checking in to make sure you're okay. <laughs> but, and, and she's like. They she's think like, I'm too old to know what's going on. Yeah. She's like, they they're did not this, getting my house. They <laughs> yeah, did this with Philippe. They did this with Philippe, my other uncle. She's like, they didn't want to tell me that he got divorced. But uh, it's like. <laughs> No. He moved to a different city. Like, what do yeah. they think I think is happening? <laughs> but they're, like, afraid that the news is going to break her. Oh, my God. That's yeah, great. I was going to say, what are they afraid of? Oh, please. She's French and lived through World War II. Nothing's going to break her. Uh, right? Like, come on. I was going to say, and she's a dyke, but that was the other older she woman. Li- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she might be. <laughs> it is genetic. <laughs> yeah, I will say, I, I have a, I guess I have lesbian cousins on, on both sides, but it it definitely, mm-hmm. I thought for sure it came from my uh, my dad's side of the family. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a bunch. She she had a, a gay brother. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, he killed himself, but. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Actually, yeah. I can never remember if he killed himself or if he died of AIDS. This oh, is really wow. bad. Oh, shit. It, it was like, so him and his son and one of them died of AIDS and one of them killed themselves. Oh, my God. It's a very interesting yeah. side of the family. Yeah. I, yeah. Also, I also have a... Um, I don't know if it was my great-grandmother murdered my great-grandfather. She pushed him out a window and got away with it because he was an alcoholic and she said he fell. Whoa. But everybody I mean, that's kind of like, knew. kind of badass. I know. <laughs> she is. She's a psychic hero. Uh, I Prob- don't, there's probably I don't some know. element of that, I would yeah. imagine. Like, why else would she just... Maybe she was just over it. Was, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm was, like, we're just like adding shit. I'm like, yeah. and then he was abusive. Yeah. <laughs> we're justifying well, it. I will go to great lengths to justify men being murdered <laughs> by their wives. <laughs> Let's hear her side, guys. <laughs> so he he was a, a mailman, and I guess 
you know, in the small French towns, it's like really not an eight hour job, but mm-hmm. you would go around and people would invite you in for a drink when you uh, dropped off the mail. I can so, see that. So he'd go around just like that collecting very French. drinks all day, Having right? Having a glass of a red wine everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and a hand rolled cigarette. <laughs> and then he'd showed up, he'd showed up just like really drunk every night and they had one window that was kind of like low to the, low to the ground and uh-huh. he was standing by it and... You know, she just <sighs> fell out. Yeah. But, wow. That's intense. That's awesome. But everybody kind of knows. Everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. I love those stories in the family. It's like, but we really know what happened. Right. It's yeah. just within our family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Family lore. I love that. I don't yeah. have any cool stories like that. I wish I did. Uh, the French side of the family. Every year I learn something new. It's more fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I had an uncle who... Uh, he was in prison, and like right before he got out, he wrote a letter to the judge uh, threatening to kill him. Oh, that's <laughs> smart. Did he still get out? Uh, eventually he got out, but he also had a kid that I didn't know about. So there's like a cousin that I have somewhere in France. There, yeah. we, we have no idea what became of that kid. Yeah. And then he finally got out of prison and uh, straightened himself out, became a chef, mm. got married, opened this uh, hotel with a restaurant in the in the French Alps, and then um, got like a brain tumor and died. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah, twist. What an arc. Yeah, twist. yeah. <laughs> I, I have it on un- the edge of our seat, and then I think uh, yeah. I think everyone has an uncle in, that has done time. For sure, like every person. Yeah, I didn't has know about someone. it until later. I have. Yeah. yeah, I have an uncle who did some time because he. I think he like. I don't know the stories. My mom, my mom's stepbrother, who I only actually met like once because he went in when I was like a baby. Mm-hmm. But he, I think like, he got shot by the cops. I know that. Damn. And then went to jail. Because I think he showed up. I want to say he showed up at like his girlfriend or wife's workplace with a gun and the cops came and they engaged in a shootout. I, I, I don't know. And then, yeah, but he did some time. And then I saw him for like five minutes when I was 12 and I'm never seen him again. So... <laughs> See, my family on both sides is Nigerian. I'm like 100% Nigerian. I was born mm-hmm. there as well. Oh, nice. And I feel like the stories from my family side are always like mixed with fact yeah. and like legend <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like mysticism. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoa. It's based on a true story. Yeah. yeah it's like a yeah. screenplay. Totally. Like, yeah. This is embellished a little bit. <laughs> I think my favorite like family story is of my grandfather, my father's father. Mm-hmm. And my father, he passed a few years ago and he was 76 when he passed. So mm-hmm. his father also was like significantly older than him. So we're talking about turn of the century Nigeria. And this is also like, you know, living in countryside, you mm-hmm. know, just everyone was agricultural and uh, my grandfather was nearly seven feet tall. It's also oh. one of those things where it's like, how was he just like six five, you yeah. know, and just like really tall? Six eleven. But people like, swear up and down that you could like see him farming from like fields away because he was like so. T- and he was like, you know, this master of like all these different trades. He was like a sawyer. He could like so cut down trees and like he was a farmer. And he was also apparently a championship wrestler. And uh-huh. he would like take people out like consistently for years. He was like undefeated. And when he finally was defeated by this younger man and the younger man was like, you know, getting all the accolades from people in the village. He was like, well, you know, I'm not going to really take this win because this was the equivalent of beating 10 men. And so then my grandfather got the nickname 10 men, which is Azuma Duiri. And then 
by chance, he married three women. Well, not by chance. You know what the fuck he's doing. He married three women. <laughs> he woke up and was like, I have three wives. Yeah, How'd that yeah. happen? Yeah. <laughs> he married three women, but then, like, uh, by chance, he had ten sons. Whoa. Between the... Between two women, because one woman wow. got her shit together and was like, fuck this. I'm nobody's third <laughs> wife and like ran off, but two stuck around and he had a lot of kids. Wow. Yeah. So 10 That's men. awesome. I love that. You it's know, like, that's way cooler than my white trash <laughs> uncle got shot by the cops and went to jail. And the thing is, like, I still got some of that shit too. Like, uncles who like snuck in the window and like stole their mom's purse and then like some shit. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know this makes me probably a bad feminist, but. I kind of get the multiple wives thing, like from the perspective yeah. of yeah. the woman, because having it really like, takes the pressure off if you're well, just like, oh, she can deal with this off. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday night, I'm off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like, yeah. Clock out. <laughs> but like raising kids is tough. Yeah. So yeah. if you have like multiple women who are not like yeah. dads that you know you put them in charge for like 10 minutes and all of a sudden like and they get like, a, they get a medal for not killing the kids uh, for yeah, 10 minutes yeah. yeah have you heard dudes refer to like babysitting their kids it drives uh, me and you're like crazy. where's the ice pick now yeah <laughs> like right fucking now where's my window of my little yeah. french house so i can push yeah, the student yeah, totally. yeah yeah that that's ridiculous it's it's even worse when you when it's not the men saying it, it's their wives saying it. Oh, or, yeah. the, or their partners that are like, oh, he's babysitting. He's babysitting today so I can have a day off. Yeah. Like, Girl, you, you equally made yes. this child. <laughs> he is responsible for child care. Yeah. If you die, those are child. his kids. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I think also because I know when, when I have kids, it's going to be w- with my wife. So they're going to have mm-hmm. like two moms and I'm like, oh yeah, two women. We got this. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, oh, I, I feel like other women need like an additional <laughs> Yeah. And I've heard straight women say that too. Yeah. Like, I wish I had a wife just for like the helpfulness totally. of another, another set woman. of hands, man. People yeah. do it. Yeah. Queer families are like reshaping shit all the time. Yeah. Like, I know. It's awesome. You know, like multi-fam. I mean, the whole it takes a village, like when you're looking at non-US models. And yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Where, like where's it in Denmark, models. I think they have like basically these communities where um it's like these complexes and they take turns like different families cook but you like cook for multiple families yeah. and everybody takes turn with mm-hmm. like child care and cooking and laundry yeah, that makes perfect sense to and me it's, yeah. it's all shared and then you have like your chores and whatever and yeah. i'm sure it has its its issues like for someone's sure. probably a really shitty cook and when it's done <laughs> yeah, and they're like, uh, like sneaking out to mcdonald's yeah everyone's like let's pull our resources and order out <laughs> yeah. on tuesday because no that's still how it is when I go back home to visit in Nigeria, like I can go to like any auntie's house mm-hmm. and like yeah. she's responsible for feeding me, especially if I travel and my mom isn't coming with me. Mm-hmm. We have this really interesting sort of like false patriarchy. It looks very much like dudes are running the show, but it's like pure matriarchy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, the women are the ones that literally are holding down every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like when I travel, when my mom's not there, then it's like, you know, all the women know. And I'm a grown fucking woman, you know, yeah. but yeah. I'm still a child when I travel. Like, all my aunties are like, I mean, I would my, love that. It's amazing. You just walk in and someone just presents you with food. Literally. That's amazing. Literally. <laughs> and I have gone to places because I was visiting so many like aunties in the same day where I was so full mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm so sorry. And it was like, a whole tray like a whole had been presented <laughs> and you could see like the hurt 
and oh, the yeah. like offense on their face. And I'm like, I can't squeeze it. I can't even squeeze in water. I'm yeah. so, I've been eating for like three hours. I <laughs> yeah. can't. But that's the whole like village mentality. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, we are here to like take care of you. Like you don't need to have a parent here or like, you know, like a biological sort of yeah. like relation here that, or like, you know, not biological necessarily, but yeah, sometimes it's like my aunties that aren't, you know, through blood or through marriage or through like cousins so freaking far yeah. away. You're like, I don't even know how we're related anymore, but I still call you auntie. Yeah. Thanks for this food. Yeah. And thanks for, yeah. yeah. Laundry, all the shit. It, can, it really makes sense too. like, imagine if we had sort of a like village kind of system here and how that would affect things like childcare uh, costs that yeah. the burden of childcare alone on parents, particularly single mothers yes. is so financially like crippling. I yeah. can't even imagine like my sister has three kids and she, uh, she's a single mom and she has told me like, well now, now that her youngest is just about to start school, like in the fall, the next, next year he'll start kindergarten. She's like, that alone is going to save me like seven to $800 a month. Yes. The fact that he's now old enough year. to go to school. Yes. It's wild. Yes. And she has three of those little things. So like, yes. The money she's put into that over the years, now they're all old enough to be in public school, but still, it's not, yes. it's it's crazy. So if you did have a system where you had it kind of figured out where the kids were always being supervised by someone. Yeah. Yeah. That's also the intergenerational thing that we've lost mm-hmm. in this country. I think like so many different parts of the world still have it so that the elderly in your family are taking care of the babies in your yeah. family. Like yeah. the cycle just continues because we... We all need each other. Our obsession with youth has really like ruined and erased and also capitalism, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Was, this is literally like the same conversation I was having last you know where you show up someplace and all of a sudden like you and like six strangers are just in an intense conversation. I love that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was amazing. But yeah, we're having this conversation about, you know, like looking at a capitalist system and how once you are deemed as like not capable of producing for that system or like you're not going to contribute to that system anymore. And then it's like, yeah, it just throw you away, like discard you. Yeah. You have to promote individualism in the system. You have to make it so that people think as soon as I'm able to earn, I have to go out and I have to earn so that people are separating from their families, like as Mm -hmm. soon as possible, 18 and that whole college shit. It's like, what is, why is that the age that you're supposed to be like spat out into the world? You know, you're literal, you're so incapable of making good decisions. You're so vulnerable. Yeah. They just actually, in the last year or two, they kind of like adjusted the age of like scientific adolescence to stretch Mm -hmm. to 24 because it was, it's scientifically. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's like, yeah, shit's still like forming. Wires are still, you know, like Wires are still, yeah, exactly. Like, and you just, I just can't even imagine like I don't even remember being 18 and having like any thought in my head that was like something that I would agree with now. You know, like I was so I would if I could go back and talk to myself at that age, I'd be like every single thing that you think and that you say is wrong. Like is not correct. You will regret some of these decisions that you're making. Like it's just <laughs> There's just no way that 18 is like the magic. Yeah. And I don't know how they came to that either. I'm sure it had something to do with like labor laws or some. Yeah. I don't know. But wow, that age needs to be adjusted for sure. Yes. It's hopefully the conversation is expanding. But mm-hmm. yeah, 18 well, year olds are like, no, come on. Yeah. Come if, on. You ever talk to an 18 year old? What an experience. <laughs> like, and on the flip yeah, side, our like, intern. <laughs> oh, yeah. Karina's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She, she's off for the summer. But yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna say on She's the flip 19, side, like, thank you very much. <laughs> I work with youth 
in the city mm-hmm. who are just like oftentimes so freaking exceptional in terms yep. of yeah. like what they're exposed to. New York City kids are also a different breed. Oh, yeah, I was a know. Nebraska kid. Yeah, like, exactly. I was not in a position to say words. <laughs> And have anyone have take thoughts. them seriously. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, the interesting, thing, interesting thing is, like, talking to these kids from the city, like, they could be so aware of, like, you know, they know all the language around anti-oppression. They know mm-hmm. all the language around, like, you know, sort of dissecting pop culture and, like, looking at, you know, human development even. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, wow, you're so, like, astute. And then sometimes they, like, say some shit and you're like, oh, right, but Oh, that's right. You're a kid. You're still yeah. 17. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You have Thank you for no reminding me. life experience. That's what it is. Yeah. No life it's experience. It's the experience but to draw off of. But, but you think you're so you have confident it. that you have yes. it all figured out. Your confidence peaks yeah. at that age. Yes. In some yeah. ways, it's in totally in the toilet. But in other ways, it's like, it's real. wow, they're confident yeah. that they yes. know everything. Yes. Yeah, my sister and I, we always laugh about this time that my dad uh we we were in france and i wanted to like take the bus to go into the the city for the day with my sister and my mom was like all worried and trying to be like be safe blah blah i'm I was like look i know what i'm doing okay yeah. and my dad's like oh you think you know everything but you know nothing <laughs> and my sister and i so thought it was great. the funniest thing we're like what <laughs> like we know you how to know take nothing. a bus into the city like i've backpacked around europe before like i've yeah i'm fully capable of getting on a bus and getting off a bus and like <laughs> you just really are convinced you know yeah you know yeah and like but, like, yeah, I can also see from their point of view mm-hmm. that, like, two girls going into the, the port of Marseille, which has, like, a lot of gang activity, yeah. <laughs> might not be, like, something yeah. that they're... Yeah. Uh, and this was pre-Liam Neeson's Taken. So <laughs> <laughs> imagine if it had been post-Taken. They definitely wouldn't have let you go. Oh, gosh. Isn't there, like, Taken 7 or something? Oh, shit? I think they're just... I, I can ask, I can ask my mom. Now. I'm sure she's on it. Yeah. <laughs> Seems right up her alley. Yeah. I've never seen totally. one of those Taken movies. Liam Neeson's built a career off of, like, middle-aged guy with a gun who's just going to go to your country and Liam just Neeson fuck it up. like, almost 70. Yeah, he's yeah. still... Like, he is, that's men in Hollywood. Like, yes. hmm, top-billed action hero. Yes. Guy, this guy oh. who's a senior citizen. Literally. <laughs> I mean, he is eligible for senior yeah. citizen discounts. Harrison Ford. Oh, Harrison House. Ford's and 90. Harrison Ford, yeah. Totally. Harrison he wanted Ford to in play the, Star the young Wars. Han Solo. Oh, that was a God. thing. He actually wanted to play his younger me? character yeah. originally. No shit. And oh, they're like, that doesn't surprise. The way he no. moved around in the last Star Wars movie. <laughs> I wonder I mean, whose job it was to be like, all right, someone's got to sit down with Harrison and get real with him. Dude, he, he you was, are. He was moving like a like a guy who hid donuts in his coat and is trying <laughs> yeah. to like make it out of the store without anyone noticing. Like that. He's just like, The arthritis has set in and yeah. that man. Harrison, there's only hips. so much we can do with CGI technology. <laughs> yeah. You, you're <laughs> old now. They like. should they should have yeah, CGI'd him from the neck down. <laughs> or like just the Brad Pitt face. effect in, uh, yeah. what was that, the Benjamin Button Benjamin Button. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That movie's oh, man. great. I watched that recently, actually. I, I had forgotten that Taraji Henson was in it, and I was like, Taraji! Like, I just, like, yeah. was so excited that she was in it. Yeah. Brad Pitt awesome. had, I feel like, when when we talk about like hot guy in Hollywood, he's been the example for a long time. For Someone's long like, time. "Why he's no Brad Pitt?" You know, like yeah. when does that stop? Because that's still people, people are still, still referring saying, to him in that way. I think way. the people who just came up with that have to die. You yeah, know? Like, like, like we just have to like age out <laughs> yeah, and die because yeah. we never like our generation. I know exactly what you mean. I think it's a very particular like 
you know, yeah. people who came of age in like the late like he's 90s. He's like the Brad Pitt of whatever. The like, Legends yeah. of the Fall, Brad right. Pitt. Yeah. You know, Thelma like, Louise, Brad Pitt. It just gets yeah. like embedded in your brain. That's it. And then like you'll be saying that in until, fucking 2016. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I wonder who the new like hottest guy in the world is now to like younger people. Wait, the, I have no idea. This Do they is think how, Zac Efron? I don't know. This is how yeah. the double standard though works because like at the time that it was Brad Pitt for men uh, in like, you know, white Hollywood. That it was period. Cindy Crawford. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that was oh, like, oh, yeah. she's now Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Totally. And then that went out the window. If you were to say that now to someone ago. who's like 20 years old, they'd be like, who? who? They'd be like, who the fuck? Exactly. Although my girlfriend saw her recently in person and she was like, she she's looks great, right? still got it. Of yeah. course. So, yeah. Well, she's so hot. But like, oh. she's over 30. So in Hollywood, <laughs> she's not. Yeah. Throw her away. Yeah. yeah. No Where's the, the dust bin? <laughs> Get out of here, you old spin. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break right here to remind you that this episode is sponsored by Studio, that Swedish headphone company we keep talking about, but it's because we really like them. They've been making uh, these headphones that look as great as they sound. They have different colors. They have like little um, like brass plated accents that look really cool and modern. And I've been jogging with them. They've never gotten like loose or fallen out of my ears or anything like that. They have like a nice, snug, comfortable fit without really hurting your ears the way sometimes in-ear headphones do. I'm a big fan of them. And if you need a new pair of headphones and you're looking for something that will actually, you know, last and that you'll really like and won't, you know, leave on a plane because you're going to care so much about them, you're going to hold on to them, go to studio.com and use the code DYKE. D-Y-K-E and get 15% off your first purchase and you also get free worldwide shipping. All right, back to the show. So uh, we have definitely not gotten to oh, the no, topic, yet. Not the topic uh, yet. And maybe maybe in the back of our minds, we've delayed it on purpose because yeah. the topic this week is talking about sex with dudes. Yeah. Fucking dudes. Gross. Yeah. What? Our first question for you is why? Why? <laughs> Would anybody do that? Should we give her? Do you have some some context here that we're two gold star lesbians? Yes, we've never we've had never, yes. we've never had we, this penis might as well in be the a vagina topic about like repairing small engines. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Tell, educate <laughs> I us that because I also I feel like I know women who identify as like pretty like queer, but definitely like only relationships with women. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. I am not in that in that uh, section of okay. my queerness. My queerness mm-hmm. is like very multi-sexual. It's like, whatever you got, I'll work with it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but I also know women, this is why I was thinking like, oh great, probably they want to talk about this shit too because I know a lot of women who only have relationships relationships with women but they will fuck dudes. Mm-hmm. Yes, as a palate cleanser, I yes. find. Yes. Oh man. Well, so I, I know somebody who who actually, or act, no, a couple people and, and my theory is that because they don't form emotional connections yes. with men that they're not ready for um, to like be emotionally vulnerable again and, but they want to sometimes when you get out of a breakup you act a little bit like impulsive and and, and you want to like do something to make you feel better and then sometimes I don't know a warm dick is not a bad thing (laughs) like people like dildos let's be real people like penetration yeah 
I it's feel like just Jill warm and, dicks are, and it's fleshy. You know, it's I'm, attached yeah. to a person. Let's right. you know, like that's the then whole. that's where all the problems are. <laughs> yeah. Generally, all the issues. Are. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was at a I was at a stand up show last night, and this comic Sean Patton was there, and he was talking about how uh, one point he decided to try to see whether or not he was into to dudes, and he's like, and I grabbed a dick, and I grabbed it twice for good measure. <laughs> And he's like, I recommend. I didn't to- even do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, did he ask? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it just like? He's like, I'm glad I did that. Store yeah. or was yeah. it yeah. like? A- <laughs> but but he was like, you know, like as men, we like fondle ourselves like three to four times an hour, and. Yes. Uh, <laughs> What a but, strange but like, creature. But you don't realize uh, like what it's like for somebody to touch like a dick that's not yours. And yeah. to him, it was like a very like, oh my God, no experience. And uh. he's like, but the analogy was probably one of the funniest things. He's like <laughs> grabbing a hard dick is like grabbing a frozen burrito that someone put in the microwave for 11 seconds. Oh, no. So it's like a little bit warm and soft on the outside, but then like hard, like yeah. hard in the inside. Yeah, yeah. And That's just amazing. Like a weird grip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to personally thank him for ruining microwave burritos for me forever. Yeah. And also burrito, I'm, I'm like wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are a much richer experience <laughs> than... <laughs> So a few long-term consequences <laughs> with a <the> burrito. <laughs> Good pace yourself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're very quiet. Yeah. I can yeah. see it. Yeah. No, I just realized, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like uh, there is a mix for me of, like, not always wanting the emotional connection mm-hmm. at all. And especially as I've gotten older. Yeah. Then I have much more of a aversion to any sort of like cis man, mm-hmm. anything in my life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's that's something. a healthy choice. It yeah. is that's it an is. act of self care. Is yeah. keeping yes. cis men out of yes. life. I was talking with my mom about it recently. I was like, you know, just so you know, like you should bear because we talk about my queerness, and she's always kind of like, ah, can you just you know try a little harder? You know, like, <laughs> it's so funny because she's like, there's nothing wrong with being queer. Everyone's queer, which I love. You know, we have that. She's like, everyone's queer. It's just, you know, it would make life easier if you could just, like, look more to dudes and, like, try a little bit harder to, like, fit in in that way. And I'm like, that's not really how it works. No. Yeah. And recently and I told her. It? Yeah. Is it easier? I mean, peop- for society. She, oh, well, she means, like, she means like moving yeah, yeah, through the world yeah, yeah. In, a, yeah. in, a, in a heterosexual yes. partnership. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Would make it that easier, like, sense. in our culture and our family. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just make it easier on yourself. Since you're not completely closed off to dudes, just, you know, just try. Right. Yeah. And then recently I was like, I'm not trying anymore. Like, yeah. I don't want to put in this fucking work of yeah. dealing with, like, any emotionally defunct cis straight man. And yeah. she's like, you can work with them. I don't fucking want to work. Right. I don't want to yeah. put in, why would I be putting in work for another human being to like evolve yeah. when, when I'm dealing yeah. with. It's hard enough to do that for yourself. For yourself. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Full-time job. Totally. So all that to say, like I came to this place in the past year where I was like, man, I feel really good. You know, like fuck this dudes. I'm really focusing on like the amazing, beautiful women that I've always been, you know, like attracted to in like so many different levels. Now it's mm-hmm. like my you know, sort of main focus feels good. And then, like, it's this, 
it's almost like a craving, like this mm-hmm. random like craving for a dick. Yeah, like pops okay. up every it's, now and then. It's probably not random. A witch probably put a hex on you. <laughs> And then, <laughs> but I, it's funny because I feel a little fucked up because it is it borders on like fetishism. To be honest, it's okay. like you know, just like I've I've heard like more than one queer woman say that pretty much the exact same thing that it's just something that you just want. Yes, every once like, in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah, I don't, I yeah. don't get it because gross. But like, <laughs> but, but I do get it. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I but it's being not. Good sport about but this it. is not. No, no, no. But I've heard. Yeah, like I've heard it before. No, but, I, but, I think, but I get it. I think I get it without. Understand? I don't know. If like, you're somebody, if you're somebody who yeah. is very, yeah. uh, if you're like a very like sex positive mm-hmm. and like sexual being and comfortable in your your sexuality and like you know and you have a active sex drive. I mean, you don't even need all of those things. But like, I I get that some people are better at like disconnecting um, sex from like emotion yeah. and yeah, being yeah, like, yeah, totally. I I want to do this thing that's going to be like. Uh, fun and you know, like a that it's, it's gonna, gonna feel good and yeah, it's gonna make me, me feel, pleasure you know, and whatever. Yeah. Totally. Um, you know, if if you can find like the one in a million men who are good at it, but, <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> I've read the reviews. Yeah. Yeah. The reviews are not positive uh, on Yelp. I looked at men on Yelp, and it's not yes. looking good for them. So. Yeah, they are, and that's the other thing. It's it's few and far between. Like, yeah, I. Yeah. Definitely, definitely gearing more towards queer men or mm-hmm. like queer ish men. Yeah. So, how do you find, like, if you're yeah. like, all right, it's rare. Yeah. I want to, I want to catch a dick. Where do I find a yeah. good one? Yeah. I converted a friend into a friend that fucks. Okay. Okay. Recently, it worked out pretty well until his emotions right. got in the way. Um, <laughs> yes. And yeah. of course, he couldn't really clearly talk about it because <laughs> that's they're not, not conditioned to talk yes, about it. Yeah. That's something that cis men... And you know, part of me feels like a great deal of compassion for like being in the world in that way that mm-hmm. you're like, so discouraged from like really being a human. Yes, mm-hmm. we you do. know uh, any of our compassion for for men does go to the fact that they also have been harmed by the patriarchy. Absolutely, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. they're like the first victims. Honestly, in order yeah. to like oppress someone else, you first dehumanize yourself. Yes. You like take away like your real humanity. So, and all that to say, like, and fuck you, like get shit together. You right. know, like you're still yes. responsible for like yeah. fixing your own shit. So yeah. Yeah. that was the end of the story with the friend it's like and you know yes you're depressed and you're dealing with things and i feel that and you also know how to fucking communicate because you're a 40 some year old man and yeah. like get your life and I'm fine. it was all this shit i was like you have a lot of shit going on that you you can do better so be better no more dick from you yeah then i found someone dancing <sighs> so fucking femi you yeah. know like you just like I know I'm a queer woman. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I can't do the like super masculine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm so I'm such a man. Like no, you gotta like be fucking swinging your hair around and like yeah, swinging yeah. your hips around. Like if I squint, I'm like, are you a woman? Like yeah, that's my yeah. shit. You okay. know? Like yeah. So yeah. Recently, I met up with this dude. I'm like, he's so fucking feminine and beautiful and like, whew. great. And just like it's just like hot sex. Yeah. You know, it's not about. It's not about like talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. You know, it's not about like going for coffee. Yeah. It's like just body to body communication. Okay. Yeah. No, and I then like in that. the rest of the world, I'm like, you know, still with really, really, really focusing on like the emotional benefits of being with another woman and mm-hmm. like growing in that way. But I can't take too many dicks, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
because then it, it becomes, I don't know, it's something. It's also energetically, like, too many dicks in your world, I think, yeah. kind of, like, so fucks you, up. You talk about finding uh, queer men. Like, I meet very few men who identify as bisexual mm-hmm. or, or pansexual. Mm-hmm. Like, they are few. I, I know a couple, but mm-hmm. they are few and far between, like... Um, which is also kind of a problem. Well, it's it's a big problem within like the LGBT world because women are are much more free to be like, yeah, I this I just want you know I want to try everything. But guys can't. They it's like I'm sure there's so much pressure on them from probably from straight cis women to not mm. express. Oh yeah, you know that they're like. Oh yeah, you know that's so interesting. You said that. Do you all watch um, Insecure, the HBO show? Yeah. That was a whole storyline that really bothered me because it also emphasized like how straight the show was. Yeah. Where this woman was dating this guy, this comedian, Langston Kerman, actually, who's really fucking funny and really sweet. Yeah. Uh, His character on the show was dating um, the actress Yvonne Orji's character. And she found out, well, he told her, Mm -hmm. you know, like that back in the day in college that he had like sucked a dick, I want to say. Yeah, it wasn't anything like... Yeah. It's not, yeah. I he remember like that. I remember that episode. Experimenting and like being a fluid, like young person. Yeah. And then realized it wasn't for him. So he like let it go. And then like later on, she's having a conversation with her girlfriend. She's like, he's gay. Like I can't, you know, mm-hmm. like be with this dude yeah. who's gay. And then her friends were all like, yeah, it sounds like he's gay. And I was like, no one here is going to have this like nuanced conversation yeah. about yeah. like queerness and like, Issa Rae's character tried to bring it up and then she got kind of clowned. They were like, oh, you took a women's studies class in college and now you're yeah, talking yeah. about like... And then she fucked up the relationship with this dude who was really lovely and like was really there for her because in her mind, she was like, I'm sleeping with a gay man. And yeah. it's like, yeah. whoa, Which, so many things are wrong right. here. I yes. felt like it was very much aligned with her character, but it was also it was. like such an opportunity yes. for, the, for that show. I, that's where I thought the episode was going to go and then yeah. I was like, okay, well... That's, I know, and yeah. it's real. And it is real, yeah. That's the that's thing what, is, like, it's very real, especially yeah. within, like, black American conversation. Yeah. It's, like, you know, the tolerance around, like, homosexuality is still behind. It's still, mm-hmm. like, not where it should be at all. It's opening up little by little by little. But you're, I mean, even Janelle Monet coming out recently and mm-hmm. saying yeah. she's, like, pansexual. Everyone's like, yeah. But, like, how many black and brown celebrities do you know are openly talking about you know, sexuality other than in like heteronormativity. Whitney Houston was not open about it. Right. Mm. So many folks. I w- I, the yeah. only one I can think of right now is Janelle Monae. Like that's. Mm-hmm. There's a few, there's a few folks who like even went, little Richard tried to say that he wasn't queer anymore. You know, that he had just been like making a mistake his whole life. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, as like recently, you know, and he's over 70, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. And it's like, you know, where, where is that coming from? Is right. it like, you know, fear of death? Maybe he's like, shit, I'm getting older. Let me try and like, yeah. get on this Jesus train real quick before, yeah. you know, like it all comes down. But that's what I mean. It's like the pressure from like society and culture, yeah. like people who like, come on, dude, you cannot yeah. tell us that you don't like dick. Get the yeah. fuck yeah. out of here. We know you're queer. Be queer and be it's proud. Yeah. 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 But it's hard. Absolutely. It's hard because I, I think with men, like, the the reason so many people think like oh he touched a dick then he he must be gay because the societal pressures it's like oh like sure m- maybe we can all accept that men think about it and consider it but if you're gonna go against that tidal wave of pressures to yeah. be mm-hmm. like into yes. chicks 
to to just explore that, you must be so into dick. Yes. Right, right. Yes. So you must be gay. And, yeah. and and I used to think that that way too when I had a, a friend who told me that her her boyfriend like had kissed boys before mm-hmm. and he was like male cheerleader. I'm like, he's gay. He's yeah, gay. Like, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And she was like, he's not gay. You know, he's just, he's bi, but I don't even think he's bi. I'm like, well, if he's telling you he's bi, then like, <laughs> yeah. he's at least bi, but I'm pretty sure he's yeah. gay. But, but, but that was me thinking that like, yeah, that there is no room for, but there's no gray area. Yeah. Yeah. Because, totally because of the way that society is for men yeah. specifically, whereas yeah. for women, I'm like, oh yeah, women can go, you know, whatever way they want. Totally. Totally. Uh, but for men, it's like nope. But but now that like I'm older and wiser, uh, yeah, there there are bi- bisexual men. Um, but I guess if you're just uh, if you're just fucking them, though I'm sure you have uh, bisexual men in your life that you're not fucking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I wonder like, I don't what's know. the difference? I'm curious. So as far as like, like for them. have you slept with men who are more of kind of like that masculine hetero? For sure. When so I was younger, what's the yeah. What would you say is like a big difference between them and like men who are maybe edged towards yeah. the queer end of the spectrum Fairness. or whatever? Like as totally. far as sex goes, is that is it better? Is it? I mean, everything you think. Honestly, yeah, I, I mean, I would think, everything you think. Like yeah. the super like heteronormative like cis masculine dude like has an idea of what sex is supposed to be. And you know that idea and his is dominant from role exactly from pornography porn. yeah exactly yeah. from like porn and from Jeffy. like mainstream yeah totally it's funny a friend of mine who's also queer and was like fucking a queer dude said that he was just like ramming and she was like what the fuck like yeah. who still has sex like this yeah. and also she thought she was escaping that because it was a queer dude right yeah. but yeah like yeah just the difference in the quality that's also the thing like I really space out sex with anyone, you know, yeah. like of any gender. It's like, I'm far more into quality than I am quantity. And yeah. I didn't realize that when I was like young. Thankfully, I didn't go through too much of a promiscuous period because then, I don't know, I feel like it takes away something in your spirit. Like some like, you know, <laughs> when you've just like go yeah. through too much bad sex then like you get jaded in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. I didn't get that, thankfully, too much when I was younger. But now I'm like solidly, I can get from someone's vibe like, even just the way you like touch me in conversation, right. not even in a sexual yeah. way, like just your your physical sort of like presence, I get a sense of like your sensitivity. Yeah. And also like your empathy, like you have to be an empathetic lover, you know, mm-hmm. to yeah. be a good lover. And you're like more masculine dudes are just, yeah, all about like the conquering yeah. of like the sexual act and like the the display of their masculinity as like, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. 
or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, <laughs> how do you suss out uh, the murderers? Like, how do you yeah, like, make sure you're that you're not going to get murdered when you're going to have <laughs> You know, sex that's with so funny you said that. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Like, the dude I was talking they about. Don't like, have like a, they don't have like a diamond hanging over the head like Sims. <laughs> Yeah, like, they kind of hide some it. Of them, <laughs> some of them definitely have it. And you're like, oh, you're a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I was thinking just that the other day when I invited the guy I had just met to my house. I was like, yeah, come on by. Mm-hmm. I also was feeling like really fucking good about myself because I feel like, you know, I'll be 38 this summer. And I feel like I'm coming into a kind of sexual liberation mm-hmm. that, oh yeah, you know, like just feels really good and feels very like smart and free and safe at the same time but yeah i was inviting this guy over and then like he came over we had dope sex and then like maybe like two days later i was like i just invited a stranger i don't know his last name you know what i mean like all i know is his name and his number i just invited a stranger to my house i live by myself yeah and i gotta say honestly it sounds like I don't know what it sounds like, but like go with your gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I feel very fortunate to have like really strong instincts. And it's not the first time that I've kind of had that sort of like, you know, days later sort of like thought process of, oh, you were just hanging out with this person or you yeah. were just at this place. Like yeah. no one knows, you <laughs> yeah. know, like where I am or yeah. like who I'm with. And it's like, but I felt fine. Yeah. yeah. I didn't feel like creep vibes, you know, and I just felt like, yeah, my gut said yeah and i've definitely had moments where my gut was like fuck no like yeah but it usually happens when i'm like talking to a person yeah sure off the bat the other day i was on the subway i was on the platform and i just hear someone come up behind me and it's like hello like this i can't even like in person it was just aggressive like dark Mm -hmm. energy but the words were very simple and plain it was a hello yeah and i you know you feel like the hair yeah yeah you know what i mean like that and i turned around i was just like you know some straight you know cis dude who was trying to get my attention but when i say creep like the creep energy like my stomach was flopping i walked to the other side of the train like the far other side i was like i don't want to be on the same car this dude yeah all he said to me was hello wow that's so, survival instincts are so real, and I so think that women are real. kind of programmed to ignore them yes. sometimes, to which be is polite. A really, yes, well, politeness. Yes. Do not is, do that. Yes. yes, politeness is like. The I had a lecture my wife last night about that because some guy, some like 
drunk guy was harassing her and he kept wanting her to like fist bump him. And she's like, Ew. so then I like did, but I didn't touch him. I'm like, you didn't run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this drunk guy is coming after you and won't leave you alone. You run, you run. Who cares? Yeah. About me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. And she's like, well, I felt okay because there were other people around. And I'm like, go talk to the other people. Be like, this man is making me uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And like the, the same guy yelled at me and my friend as we were walking up to, to meet her. Um, and I was like, oh, God, like, I can't believe. But when when you said uh, just hello a couple of weeks ago, I was walking down the sidewalk at night on my way home from a comedy show. And this guy just goes, get home safe. <laughs> and I'm like, that is literally the creepiest thing. You can tell a woman walking home. That's like Hannibal Lecter being like, bon appetit. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Totally. <laughs> that kind of stuff is like. It's a thinly veiled threat in a lot of, and like in some instances, for some people it is, or that whole like that whole bullshit about like compliments on the street. Like that's not a fucking compliment. That's a threat. That's you telling me that you see me, you're aware of me, and you have control over me. Like that's not. But can I just say hello anymore? Yeah, I'm just saying hi. Can I just tell a woman she's beautiful? Women don't do that. Women don't come in and be like hello. Totally, never. Totally. (laughs) I remember the other day I got really 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 pissed there was a young guy who looked like he was actually younger than me who like we passed each other on the sidewalk and then he waited until just after he passed me to say like oh come on sis it's not that bad you could smile and I remember the feeling of heat just instant (laughs) because you know if it had been like because I live in Bed-Stuy, so I still am around a lot of, like, older black men who, yeah. like, sit in front of their houses. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, almost, like, a country vibe to it, which I really adore. Yeah. Had that been some, like, 70-some-year-old, you know, like, older black man it's like, oh, come on, sweetie, give mm-hmm. me a smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably be like, mm, whatever, kind of roll my eyes and yeah. just, like, keep it moving. Or maybe even smirk because it's sometimes it's, like, charming and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really feel like you're you're going to a dark place. Right. Yeah. This is like what you got is what you work with. Yeah. But the fact that this was someone who was a contemporary, you know, and like but even younger. And I was just like, you have to know at this point that this shit is not acceptable. Yeah. yeah. You have to know this is not what we're doing anymore. Yeah. You are of the generation where it's a full blown conversation. You're not doing this shit anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I turned around and I just gave him like the finger. Like, come yeah. here. Come here. Let's let's let's, let's just talk, talk for a about second. this. Yeah. And he like paused. <laughs> His survival instincts. Yes. Oh, I'm about to get humiliated. <laughs> and he just kept it fucking moving. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ooh, you are fucking lucky." Yeah. Because I was. <laughs> That's great. I was going. I was ready. I was ready for all this. Yeah. It's like what the fuck? I, yeah. Like, why there's... are you trying to control me? A. Why are you even speaking to me? Right. Why are you even fucking speaking to me? Have I given you any indication that I want to have? any sort of interaction with you. I didn't even make eye contact with you, really. Like, there was no invitation. That seems to be a uniquely male thing of that that <sighs> uh, lack of, like, understanding of social cues mm. or just even mm. get... I, I, I'm convinced that they that they get the cues. Mm-hmm, they know mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but yeah. they choose to not yeah. follow them. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, a, it's a choice. And then there's always that one woman that's like, I like getting catcalled. And then the New York Post publishes it. And guys are like, well, that's the opinion I'm going with. Because there's one woman that said, like, I like it. (laughs) Yeah. And also, we got to check back what the fuck is going on with that woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And not to say that you can't like compliments, but are you someone who has only seen yourself as beautiful through the eyes of others? Yeah. Have you ever, you know, sort of like really been self-aware of 
where your standards of beauty and where your like self confidence comes from, because mm-hmm. oftentimes it's going to be the case. Yeah, you you have only been sort of like objectified in that way your whole life, and you don't have much outside of, of like the male gaze. Totally, what, yeah. exactly. Oh God, that is always the woman that they give like a whole column to in the paper. Yeah, uh, there were, at my last job. Our receptionist was talking about how these construction workers were catcalling her on the way to work every day. And it was really like becoming a thing that uh, she was dreading the walk to the office because these same guys would catcall her. And then a guy in my office who who was like, actually, he's a little bit younger than me. And he was like, "Um, you'll miss it when you're older. Oh and I was just like, fire him! God. Fire him now! What? <laughs> and he truly believes that. Absolutely. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that's the shit. It's like yeah. he honestly like feels like he's giving her sage life advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take it from me, honey. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna miss it when you grow up. Oh, I, God. I really yeah. wish there was a system so that we could like label these men. It's like, okay, if you're a queer woman and you're gonna sleep with a man, not this one. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a here's the ex- here's one the strike pool. system. Yeah, these have all been vetted. Yeah, yeah. We need a system for which guys are worthy of awesome yeah. queer women yes. to just like because have fun with. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like it's, you're giving them too, too kind a gift. Yeah. Uh, you know, I believe but also, women are precious flowers <laughs> <laughs> and very few people deserve them. Yeah, exactly. I also feel the same way, you know, and I think that helps the yeah. situation is I feel very much like this is the shit right here. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, th- this is gold. Yeah. This fucking yeah, yeah, pussy yeah. is gold. <laughs> yeah. So picked, if you're not, a, a if you're not appreciating, yeah. then yeah. you can't get with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But we may actually get to a future if y'all saw this one Black Mirror episode where they had like implants where everyone saw people yes. as like, or people could be blocked out. Do you remember that one? It was like a weird Christmas one. I never. I don't watch that yeah. show. It kind of freaks me out a little it's, bit. It's very, it's very freaky. Very yeah. freaky because it's yeah. all very, very plausible. Yeah, and I feel like it's we're, plausible. Same reason that, I won't watch that Handmaid's Tale. We can actually be wait. living in a simulation right now. Right now, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah? yeah, exactly. They're saying that by 2050, we'll have the technology to create simulations that would make like the situation we're living in. Like the to to create like yes. art, artificial intelligent enough that thinks it's, but 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 like living like, like in we, the past or like not like like it could mimic reality to the point where you're like not like sure you don't what have a concept is, of what's real and what's yes. not. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this kinda is like Matrix kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's all kind of like part of the same conversation is like was well, yeah, the, the Black Mirror the episode about the the dating? Oh one, yeah. Where it's like they Yeah. So <laughs> And, but they, like, don't really realize, like, when you're in it, you don't realize you're in the simulation mm-hmm. until, and it was, like, a simulation being run for, like, these people in the, the real world. But, like, when you're in the simulation, yeah. you're, like, going through all these, like, And they had chosen to be in the simulation. It wasn't even, like, because oh, there okay. are some episodes where they hadn't chosen to be in the simulation. Like, this one I'm talking about where it was, like, people were sort of blocked you could mm-hmm. block people if they like pissed you Does off. Does that mean you would not even see them in exactly. front of you? Exactly. Oh, yeah. wow. You see their like shadow, like a Whoa. shady thing, yeah. and then they can't see you either. And there's no way to interact with them 
but they're also people who are red. You know how many white people would be black? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, all of them. <laughs> we, we'd be down to like two percent like, of the population. Yeah, we'd These see are one the in the distance that has not <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, finally. Yeah, it's like this Michelle Wolf and Ellen DeGeneres. God, Ellen. Ellen's never get. No one's if blocking Ellen. Ellen yeah. ever does something publicly to like really take that a fall. Really fuck up I don't my life. know. Yeah. I don't even know what I would do because yeah. she has we just... We all need like a day off work. <laughs> like totally We got to process what just totally happened. Oh, man. This is our 9-11, all right? This is, this is big. This is, this is it for us. Ellen fucked up. Yeah, Ellen oh, fucked God. up. <laughs> Ellen used a racial slur. You're like, oh, oh my God. God. Someone oh. digs up a picture of her in blackface and calls totally. it. I, totally. I know. Oh, she's from Louisiana, so... I know. Like, I know. Not Question. <laughs> you really can only give white women like... Getting as hives right now. As far as I can see, okay, I'm totally, just like, totally. When they turn the corner, I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Uh, like it's really that. And white men are completely different. Like I just by default, you're guilty yes. until you climb your yes. way they out would, the hole. I've already figured out red. a way to block out the <laughs> yeah, white yeah, man in my totally. life. <laughs> totally. It all just be like red figures. That's like yeah. the, no, no, no. Yeah. <gasps> That's amazing. <laughs> I do wish we had that though. Have y'all ever done VR? No, I was just thinking. No, my wife has, and she thinks it's so cool, and she's always telling me to do it. But I'm, I'm almost like afraid. It was almost like me before I started doing weed. I was like, I might doing enjoy doing weed. Yeah, I did weed. weed. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. What? Carrie Bird now does you know weed. Now I am. Yeah. yeah. I started. Before, t- officer, I don't do doing weed. The weed. Doing the weed. Doing the weed. Can I edit I all this that. out? No, no, don't edit it. I love no. it. It's charming. Yeah, now <laughs> I've shown my true colors. <laughs> Everyone's going to think I'm a narc now when I come to party. Hey, anybody doing the weed here? <laughs> Hello, team. Can I get in on that weed? Doing weed? There's a comic, and I know her name, but I'm totally blanking on it right now. She has a joke where she says, I don't do the sex. Yeah. <laughs> like that often. Like, I don't do the sex. Don't do the I don't sex do the sex often. with dudes. It's probably I mean. <laughs> sex with men and meth might be the, might as well be the same thing. <laughs> the like, same I'm yeah. just, at this point, I'm like, I'm never going to do that. Yes. Well, what, what, yes. what, what kept me from, yes. from smoking pot for a while was like, I feel like I'd be like way too into it and then I don't need like an extra thing on my plate. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like totally. I think I'd probably really enjoy virtual reality and I'd be like, oh, give me more. But it, it's why I don't have I don't have games on my phone. Because yeah. like once they're on, like that's the I don't have No, the VR shit freaks me out. I feel like I don't know what to expect from it. Does it have you done like where you put the goggles on and then you and like and the ear earphones. Okay, so your yeah, sensory yeah, yeah. like like fully situation. I even did one where they were like blowing scents on you, yeah, like in timed places, so you could like smell like Whoa. forest fire yeah. or like earth. And then like I was a tree. Like I've been in a, a few different like VRs, but there was one at the Whitney, the Whitney Biennial, like mm-hmm. last year, where you had to enter through this sort of like you know roped. Entryway, and there was like all these warnings mm-hmm. beforehand, and I was like, and it was before I'd done any VR at all, and you just saw people. They had like the headphones and the the masks. You saw people in all different states of like distress, and then people would like snatch off the thing and wow. like walk. People would snatch it off after like putting it on for like five seconds, like snatch it off and like walk away, like shaking their head, like no, no, no. And I was like, what the fuck is this thing? And they're like, apparently. 
Uh, there's a lot of violence in it and there's like blood. And when I put it on, this is my first time ever like putting on a virtual reality headset. It was so real. Like the experience, like the visual of it was like you were outside in Manhattan, like, and you would look up and then, you know, you would be able mm-hmm. to see up. Like, you know, they have the 360 camera so it technology. It like, yeah. like a video game. No, it, it, it looked like we were like okay. in real life. Holy crap. And then I snatched it off really quickly because I was like, if in that scenario, I see a lot of like blood and gore. It's going to be real. Out. I'm going to freak the fuck that can, out. That's so like, I like real trauma. That's that real really trauma. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That it's, whole thing kind of like freaks me out. The fact that we have that technology now and it's yeah. just, and it's and even you know kind of in its fledgling be, state still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, someone's going to do it. So like, oh, well now like pedophiles can like virtually have sex with kids. They're already doing that. I They're already having that conversation. That. Oh, I saw a play yeah. about that called The Nether and that was what the play was about. It was a, basically it was an FBI agent on the set. It was just like a table. It was FBI agent interviewing a guy about the things he was doing within this world mm. because they created this world where guys could pay a ton of money to go in and like, and they had a child actor on the stage who, when that, when the scene would transition over to like, you knew you were in like the, the fake VR, world, yeah. she would show up and like, they would talk and they would interact and like, she would kind of put her hand on his shoulder and they would like walk away to get, like it was fucking Oof. crazy, but that Oof. is precisely what that yeah. play was about was, yeah. What is the what experiences are we creating? And the yeah. whole thing was like the moral dilemma of like, you know, obviously, obviously, one side of the argument was like, well, it's not real. It's like, but yeah, kind of it, you know. And then and also like, are you? And I'm I'm someone who actually really wants people to have more of a nuanced conversation around you know sort of pedophilia and mm-hmm. like sure. sexual desires of like all stripes because I think what happens is we have made it so it's completely, completely taboo so that folks who could be seeking help mm-hmm. are so ashamed yeah. that they're just never going to go that route and instead violate someone. Right, right. You know, and it's like, you, we do know that we can, like, approach this as a mental illness yeah. mm-hmm. in a lot of senses and approach it as, like, you know, something that we can create interventions for and, like, help people. Sometimes medication and mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. therapy and just, you know, behavioral therapy, whatever it is. But the question with the VR world is like, are we, is there the possibility of making it more enticing for someone right. so yeah. that then it's like, you know, well, well now shit, I want to go do this in yeah, real life. Exactly. It's virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. Then and the I'm same with violence and, too. I mean, that's exactly. the whole argument behind, you know, I don't, I, well, like I don't buy this and, shit about how like these school shooters are motivated by video games because lots of countries have, yes. yeah. yeah, they're all over for these sure, things and they don't sure. commit it's atrocities like this. The access to the weapons has a lot to do with it, but that's the other thing too. It's like, you know, a troubled kid getting into this world where he has a gun and he can do all this shit. Yep. He's gonna, probably going to want to experience that maybe yeah. in real life, you yeah. know? So yeah, it, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Uh. That's the, did y'all ever see strange days? No, no, that's a really interesting film. It's back in the day, but it basically, who are the actors in it? It's like, uh, Angela Bassett and Ray Fiennes of all combinations, right. but it works. I want to say she's a police officer and he's he's a washed up something or other. But people um, have these like sort of things they wear on their head that allow them to experience like, you know, their past or, you know, to be in fantasy worlds like that are very, very, very real visceral fantasy worlds. And 
someone is wearing one of those. I'm doing a poor job of like describing the plot of this film, but That's all right. <laughs> at some point in the beginning, someone's wearing one of these when someone's murdered by a police officer. And then it, the longer plot of the story is like trying to get that video of yeah. the oh, sort of okay. like recording of the night when blah, blah, blah. But yeah. throughout the film, there are all these moments where people are like in VR worlds and like experiencing memories in VR and like going like full sensory, yeah. you know, like into, and I guess for me, it was kind of like, huh. And this was in the, I want to say this film came out in like the mid nineties. So like way before this technology, you know, like is what we saw. I think the military is probably known and had this shit like for decades oh, at sure, this point. Yeah. yeah. But in the mainstream, it was still, like, decades away. So, I don't know. I I think for me now, I'm thinking, like, I wonder where the implications for, yeah, for, like, loneliness and, like, like, you know. And then you think about, because the first thing that once VR becomes, like, affordable for everyone and, and, you know, it becomes something, like, you could buy, like, a PlayStation where, I know they have some sort of thing now. They do. But, like, once the really advanced stuff that you're only seeing in museums right now becomes available to people and like at Best Buy. Um, I mean, obviously men are going to turn it into like porn. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's going to be, yeah, 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 yeah. But the first way it always and then goes. when you think about that and, and how that collides with that world of like these incels or these men on these online forums who think that sex is like a, a, a commodity that they're owed. Like yeah. when <sighs> those men start to, you know, get like if they have access to something that makes them feel like they're having sex like is that a good thing or is yeah. that you know what i mean like yeah. is that a release or is that it, it, it is kind of a west worldy sort of thing yeah, of like, I feel like it's if they can do anything them... to these women in this virtual world who are just computer code but to them but there's no yeah. separation of reality from uh, your yeah, emotional I was gonna say, like, yeah a, a big problem with that is this like sense of entitlement and not only like within that community it's that they think that they're entitled to like the most beautiful. Women, yeah, they the think they're entitled to like women. the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. conventionally hot, as mm-hmm, they say, mm-hmm. women. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I feel like that will just distort their sense of uh, reality even more. And and even I don't know. I'm talking about like virtual sex, like the consent. And and right. I know it's mm-hmm. it's not another human, but I feel like then when you start but you are kind of having non-consensual sex because like a computer can't really consent the the way a human can. So I don't know. It just gets too rapey for me. Yeah. It's all like a little too rapey. It's really, yeah, all gray. It's like dark gray. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's like all dark gray zone where you're like, yeah, where are we going with this? And I think above all, like, I know people say it, but then you sound kind of like old and dated where you're like, mm-hmm. just get out and play with people, you know, but yeah. that's what I feel like, like, but can yeah. we put more of a societal emphasis on like human interaction and yeah. like, do you think we can though? Do you think we can move backwards? Because I, I don't, don't think, I don't know. It's I, like I think something too, pretty bad has to, has to happen. Like for the grid's going to have back. to go down for a while. Yeah. Mm. It's just, it's so crazy to me that, that we've all grown up watching all these movies that are like. This is what the scary future looks like. Yeah. And we are just a train. Like just heading right towards heading, it. Yeah. All into you know, it. 90 miles an hour, 
towards this future that we we've warned ourselves against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this makes me it, it's like some weird time travel happened yeah. mm-hmm. where people came and made these movies yeah. for us to warn us and we ignored them all. Yes. And like one day it is gonna be the this crazy thing where we've like destroyed the world around us mm-hmm. and then we're left in this like virtual Ugh. you know, wild, wild west and like the, we were definitely warned about the environmental stuff. Like a lot of movies had, like all of it. This yeah. fern gully where we don't have, yeah, yeah, <laughs> where there's no water and there's no. That's like very there's Mad no Max rain, kind of like, totally. yeah, yeah. And then I just can't imagine a, f- a future now that's not gonna involve us just being like hooked up to food and water tubes oh. with our headsets on mm-hmm. and like. Dark rooms because there's too much radiation outside. Well, I hope an old French lady pushes me out of a window before that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, yeah. uh, it is time for us to wrap up the topic and get to our, our random question of the week. Oh, nice. um, but in, in summation, um, <laughs> be selective about the dudes you have sex with. Make sure they are not murderers. Take their money if you can. I know we didn't cover it, but that's just like a that's given. That's our general <laughs> thesis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if, if you Make can get the money from men, more yeah. do it. Stable. Yes. Yeah. Just there. balance yes. it out. Totally. <laughs> Take what you can. Get that nice dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah, you can whatever. get a dinner thrown in. Whatever it is, a bar tab. I don't care. Yeah. Also, we, I feel like we could have made the connection between like virtual sex with dudes to avoid actual flesh oh, yeah. sex with dudes. I was gonna say, we didn't quite go there. So, that's I, also, mean, I, was, I would do that. I would do that. If it was a virtual thing, I'd be like, fuck it, I'll try it. Yeah, See, totally. that's See? what was going on in my head. But then I'm like, but they can't consent. And then I was like, getting, uh-huh, uh-huh, I was spiraling uh-huh, in my uh-huh, mind. Totally, I was totally, like, totally. would I have sex virtually? with a dude just like experience yeah. sometimes I have dreams where I'm having oh I have sex dreams sex. with guys yeah nice and yeah. But, but it's always like real weird like the penis oh it's a weird feeling <laughs> yeah, yeah it's always like a weird variation on a penis yeah yeah it's, oh, it's, it's like always a weird yeah. <laughs> it's basically just like a it's a vagina it's a dvd of basketball i don't know yeah no, i don't know but it but yeah it's always this weird thing and it's like and i i always wake up like Ugh. yeah you know that? yeah even though like sometimes in the dream it might feel good but then it's never like this real representation and it's also like very detached from it's almost like mm-hmm. a penis without a body like well I could never describe to you what the what the rest of it was like, yeah. like what was oh, attached yeah, yeah. to totally. whatever thing was inserted into yeah. me for that so dream uh, but, <laughs> true yeah. story I once woke up from having a highly stimulating, amazing, wet dream about having sex with Prince. And I had been like, you know, like really like making sounds Mm -hmm. when I was in the room with my mom because we were traveling. Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) Prince, you chose tonight to come into my subconscious of all nights. I was like, I'm all fucking oh, nice, yeah. but I'm sharing a room with my mom because oh, we're my fucking God. traveling. I'm having a wet dream about Prince. Hey. Oh. I bet he was very good, though. <laughs> Ugh. I'm sure. Ugh. Just, ugh. Yeah. I feel like he's actually the only man that I have dreams about having sex with. Yeah. Strangely enough. Hmm. You know? I mean, not strange at all because he's like my obsession. This is like my Prince homage tattoo. Oh, oh I like um, that. Yeah. Like he's actually... And also... Because I'm into queer men. Yeah. Right. Clearly, you know. See, I always thought that Prince was gay. 
like when I was younger. I always thought and it was very yeah. confusing yeah. to me that he wasn't exactly because uh, he's like a sex symbol to like straight cis women too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. like oh okay, he okay. seems like kind of. I don't know. That's why yeah. he and David Bowie were like so important in that whole like totally. you can be a sex symbol to women and still kind of be like totally gay have as a little fuck. flair. Yeah. Yeah. They're both gay as fuck, which yeah. I fucking love. Yeah. <laughs> so our random question this week, I want to know what is the lesbian stereotype that you are most guilty of falling into? Ooh. Oh, my God. All of that. I, I, I wore a flannel shirt here. <laughs> it's sitting right in there in my bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Probably like being handy around the house. Yeah. Like I know how to do I can I can generally maintain like a house as far as the physical aspects of it. I can hang shelves and I have all the tools and I know nice. how to like do things and fix things and nice. Yeah. That's probably my my, my big thing. It's life skills. Totally. Yeah. Huh. Um I will say I'm also handy. Mm-hmm. Uh I know how to like take my bike apart. And, uh, yeah, generally, like, adjust things around the house. Mm-hmm. I actually want to learn more. I want to take a full-on carpentry class. But funny enough, every time I, like, look at the – there's one school in – I want to say it's in Vermont. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, one summer I'm going to take off and go to this, like, you know, carpentry school for a couple of weeks. It literally is, like, a bevy of dyke white women. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I don't I don't know <laughs> – can I survive yeah. like a summer oh, in Vermont? Man. You're definitely uh, coming back with two adopted cats. Yeah, for sure. Totally because they could. will have guilted you into like taking some kittens that their adopted cats had. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I guess the other sort of like uh, sort of queer woman stereotype I fall into is I I think I intimidate straight cis men. I oh, think isn't I, it great? Yeah, it's amazing. It is yeah. a superpower. There needs to be a Marvel yes. franchise of just like Women who don't who present on the, a little bit more of like the androgynous or masculine, yeah. just enough to like yes. crush their masculinity totally. with your mere presence, yeah. and give them no for men who have no other way of interacting with women aside from being like a conquest, yeah. or uh, yeah, those men or, are. Uh, what's the word when someone is like patronizing you? you right, know, like, right. Like that is their only relationship with women is either yes. patronizing them or trying to fuck them. Yes, and then they inter- and then they come across like. One of us. And yes. Just like, just and they're like, like, they don't know what, like, it, it's like a water splashed on yes, a computer. They yes. have no idea. Things start Does not misfiring. Compute. Yeah. <laughs> Does not compute. Just bolts flying out. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. <laughs> Your turn. What about you, Carrie? Oh, God. Probably moving fast in relationships. Yeah. <laughs> the second date. You uh, I mean, once they well, once they legalized gay marriage, I was just like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'll take two. I'll take two, <laughs> I'm on my two in rapid marriage. succession. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, this one didn't work out. Bring on the next. Come on, this your Hit second marriage? Yeah. Wow. Just like on a blackjack yeah. table. <laughs> Hit, me again. Hit me. Hey, hey, slow down there, miss. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me what to yeah. do. <laughs> fucking cis man, I've, get out of here. Yeah. I, I've approached gay oh, marriage like a use it or lose it situation. <laughs> <laughs> I really have. It's like paid time off. Like, oh, I got to use this for December 31st. So they're going to take it away. 
You know, that's the state of the world we live in. That's it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Program. Oh, that's to think great. Our rights are limited. And yeah. They're going to take us away at any time. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> not guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, that's fun. I love that. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Good for you. Maybe a couple. Uh, no, no regrets. <laughs> Cool. Um, well, is there anything that you want to plug? Where can people find you online oh, or yeah. any of the projects you're working on? Oh, my God. So many. Um, I'm the educational programs director at Willie Mae Rock Camp for Girls, cool. which is an organization based out of Brooklyn. We do music education and uh, social justice and anti-oppression work through music. We do camps and after-school programs. I'm currently looking for volunteers for our summer camp programs. If you want to come get radicalized. Oh, cool. Yeah. You don't have to be a musician. You okay. can like come teach a workshop. You can help move gear. You can come like. Can you do stuff for just one day? Yes. Okay. For half a day, for like an cool. hour. You can yeah, come for I'm a whole in. week. Please. My, yes. my company is really cool in that they give us either one or two days a year that you can take oh, off to do to volunteer. volunteer work. Yeah. That's and, so beautiful. And I've been looking for something, so I'm actually going to reach out to you about that. Great. Found yeah. it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Found it. My wife yeah. and I. That's amazing. Around. Really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's one hat. Uh, I host and produce Saggy Boobs, a comedy variety show. It used to be monthly. That shit takes a lot of fucking work mm-hmm. to put yes. on a variety show every yes. month. Oh, yeah, we know. Um, yeah. Yes, we know. <laughs> I can't believe anything happens weekly anywhere. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. Um, but my next show is my season finale. It's happening Friday, June 1st. Um, I think this would have aired by then. It doesn't matter. Just know that it happened and it was yeah. amazing. Uh, music, stand-up, drag, uh, video. I make video as well. I'm a video artist and a former filmmaker or former film teacher. Mm-hmm. And I'm still a filmmaker. Um yeah, I also co-lead workshops uh, with an organization that I co-founded called Shift, shaping how to inform future trends. Shift uh, currently is working with NYU staff and faculty, delivering workshops around like anti-oppression 101, um, uh, colonialism and global perspectives. Basically, like our workshops are focused on allowing people to become aware of like personal bias Mm -hmm. and the ways that we can start to turn the wheel just a little bit. Like you're not going to be anti-racist in a two hour workshop, but maybe Mm -hmm. you've like picked apart a little bit of like where it comes from Mm -hmm. and like, you know, the layers of oppression that we're all a part of and all exist within. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's really rewarding and amazing work to be able to do with folks Mm -hmm. working on a documentary mini series or a, a doc series um, about queer families. So actually cool. currently like looking for potential subjects, people who want to talk about what it's like to be part of a queer family, like in any configuration, we're looking for those like, oh. you know, like really unique stories mm-hmm. that, we'll you know. We'll talk after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So looking for people there. And lastly, um, but there's still obviously so much more, <laughs> I'll be teaching this fall at NYU in the art education graduate program, um, teaching about the intersection of human development and contemporary art and social justice. Wow. Oh, my God. How did you find the time to come here today? (laughs) Yeah. 
What did you have to cancel to be here today? <laughs> right? I'm working awesome. on... Uh, Squeezed it in. I'm working on finishing uh, the whole series of Golden Girls, so... Fuck yes! That's my... <laughs> slow clap, That's slow what clap, I'm working on. Clap, slow clap. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. I'm busy, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, I was like, I'm gonna just fucking lay it all out. That's, yeah. that's great. No, I love please it. please do. Um... If you haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, rate and review us on uh, iTunes. It really helps. I know we say it all the time, but it helps people find us. And then uh, just more people in our Dikey Little Club. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Diking Out. Have questions for us or a topic you want us to explore, um, you can email us dykingout at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. We hope you dike out with us next week. Bye. 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 Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.